Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I am thrilled to bring you a special five-part series on the evolution of compliance from disconnected to connected. This podcast series is sponsored by GAN Integrity. First, a few words from our sponsor, GAN Integrity. I had the chance to speak with the team at GAN Integrity, or GAN as they like to call it, which offers truly connected compliance technology. Through this process, I learned about how their platform is transforming the way compliance teams function. GAN has an interesting story having started as a compliance consultancy in Europe back in 2004. During their work with global organizations, they realized there was an opportunity to create a new type of technology platform, and they have done just that. GAN Connect has six integrated modules that can power your entire compliance program. Today, GAN works with an impressive list of companies across the globe and is growing rapidly. In fact, they just closed a $15 million Series B in funding. GAN is thinking about compliance in a whole new light and solving critical problems the industry has had for years. I enjoyed getting to learn more about connected compliance, and I know you will too. The topics we take up in this series include what is disconnected compliance and how can compliance become connected, how to build a connected compliance program, how connected technology works, and finally, the human side of compliance. In this episode three, I'm joined by Peter Chang, the Chief Success Officer at GAN Integrity, on how to build a connected compliance program. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. And today I have with me Peter Chang. Peter, uh, first of all, welcome and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thanks for having me, Tom. So, Peter, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you and really visit with you about is how can the compliance team take inventory of how their current processes are connected or not connected? Yeah, so um, I think in most of the customers that we come on have a good idea of whether their their process is connected or not. But I think it's really when uh, we take a look at it from um, from a GAN's perspective, we give them a little bit of insight into what other customers are doing and what we see out in the field. So um, most most of the customers that mentioned they have an idea whether you know they're their system is automated or how connected their various uh, systems are. Um, and they know if they need improvement in other areas. And one of the reasons why they would purchase a platform like Yan, um, where we come in and, and, and we can help them elevate their current situation is by showing some of the best practices around what other customers are doing and some of the things that, uh, that they may be missing. Um, what we want to do also is not derail the implementation of the product that they purchased, but also provide some kind of low-hanging fruit, some um, advice in terms of what they can do to make sure that you know their systems are connected and what benefits they are, so that they understand the immediate benefits uh, that they were received by doing such uh, putting things together. So within that context, what are some of the specific steps that you've either seen a compliance company, excuse me, compliance function take or even advised a compliance function uh, to take to help become more effective really from uh, where you sit? So there's there's that's a great question. The thing is for. For every company and for the type and size of company, there's uh, varying degrees of connected systems. 
And typically, the larger the company, the more complex the situation is. So, uh, for for some for a smaller company that's you know sub ten thousand employees, there's usually not a ton of different systems in place. Uh, where making the connection between the systems is uh, going to be a you know, huge undertaking. Whereas if you're talking about you know, a company that's 100,000, 200,000 plus employees, there's typically multiple systems. And, and when companies go through different um, iterations of, of, uh, or acquisitions, um, they can inherit um, you know, maybe multiple HR systems, multiple ERP systems, and that makes uh, the uh, connected program a lot more complex to do. So depending on the size and type of customer that we interact with, we would probably parlay a different type of solution for them. Um, And um, some of the things that we want them to do is think about what it is that they want connected. Is a very basic question around what are the, some of the metrics and the things that they want to see connected through the program? Are they, do they want to track the life cycle of a particular vendor or employee you know, throughout the various stages of the different systems and the different programs that they have within place? You know, what are the important things? What are the things that are you know, detrimental to the reporting aspect uh, that they're looking for? So it really seems to me that what you're advocating is not simply a compliance-focused solution, but actually it's an efficiency-focused solution. By bringing uh, greater connectedness and then tying that to a way to develop yet another set of metrics that's almost bespoke for that company, you can really get a handle on sort of what's working, and it gives you really a roadmap to, uh, I don't want to say remediate, but improve going forward. That's absolutely correct. Um, and I can give you an example of something like this that, uh, you know, one of our, our European customers um, wanted to uh, purchase our platform because the, uh, the parts of the policy and the training um, connected with their due diligence is hugely important. So they were actually, um, they, the, the employee was actually uh, brought to, uh, to court. Uh, they were charged with uh, a a felony uh, uh, case against them, and they needed to go back to the history of what the employee actually did with the company, and um, to to the company's um, you know benefit that they were able to show that you know the employee was able to not only you know um, not only uh, took training and had policies that they acknowledged. But also, at some point in time, they can trace back to different cases uh, where there were um, reports of different behavior that was very similar to the cases that they were being uh, being charged against. So having this kind of feedback loop, being able to identify an employee through um, through a connected system is very important for companies to to uh, to be able to report and to, you know, to help in these type of situations. So um, now let me flip it a little bit uh, and ask you, what are some of the hurdles that uh, you have seen compliance teams face when trying to connect their programs or really take their technology to the next level? Yeah, so one of the biggest things is what uh, Mike had previously alluded to, which is um, the, uh, the part where there's a lot of different systems that are in play. So um, there's no single source of truth is the uh, the issue. So the the, <clears throat> the uh, customer has 
multiple master data information, multiple vendor systems. Maybe they're using Oracle and SAP and Ariba, and there's no single um, kind of source of truth for that. So um, those are the ones where um, it gets largely complex. And what we want to do there is really rethink our approach and why having these systems, uh, why, why the customer has these systems and be able to identify you know, where the uh, single source of truth is, be able to make those decisions and be able to kind of focus on consolidating those systems is the first step in having a well-connected process. Um, some of the things that we hear today with, 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 um, with some of the things that we do within the platform itself. So there's things like if um, we have a investigation module, that's, uh, that's, um, that's a very popular part of our, our system. And the investigation module essentially allows whistleblowing cases to be routed through the system. In a case where a whistleblowing case is coming through and the person that's actually being um, being uh, whistleblowed upon on is the person that's being that's going to be assigned the investigator. There are rules that you can set within the system should the the the, uh, the connected system be set up properly, so that it can circumvent those situations. So the person that is being investigated um, actually don't get the actual case, which is something that we don't want. So being able to set up the uh, the uh, the system properly, being able to have uh, the connected data um, and have a single source of truth will allow the uh, flow and the ability for us to do a lot more um, powerful analytics, powerful workflow within the system itself. So one of the things you've you've touched on and may even be a theme kind of throughout this podcast is silos and companies, whether those be unintentional uh, because of legacy or um, uh, legacy ERP systems. Uh, growth of the company through acquisition mode, or or really even other reasons, is the message that you bring, which is not simply connected compliance, Peter, but actually using your people and technology to cl- to connect more. Is that a message you see resonate with your uh, customer base? That definitely is, Tom. So we want to make sure that um, that the at the end of the day that um, the system itself is only going to be as good as the people that end up using it and reporting on it, right? So what we want to do is make sure that um, when we go out and do have customers that purchase a system like GAN's platform, um, we want them to really think about some of the things that they want to um, take into account um, in terms of what it means to be more connected. So it's not just some out-of-the-box solution that, you know, by and large, it is what what is what customers buy. They come out of the box, and we can we can leverage all the connected modules that are there. But also for them to think about what is most important to them, right? To be able to to configure it to a manner that makes sense for those individuals, uh, for the company, for what they're exactly tailored and looking for within the program itself. So we spend a lot of time during the implementation process. So not just kind of the uh, tweaking the nuts and bolts of the platform itself, but we spend a discovery period with the compliance and legal teams to make sure that they understand um, how the system would be working um, and how they actually want it to work and making sure that vision is aligned. Well, Peter, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but frankly, uh, I have learned a lot and I always get so much out of visiting with you on a podcast. So I wanted to thank you for uh, taking the time to visit uh, with me today on our continued conversation about connected compliance. 
Tom, thank you so much. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the evolution of compliance from disconnected to connected. I hope you'll join me again for the next episode tomorrow. It's a fascinating exploration of a topic that certainly resonates with chief compliance officers. This special podcast series, Evolution of Compliance from Disconnected to Connected, is sponsored by GAN Integrity. This podcast series is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.